gym and I'm the best. All the DJs want to feel <laughs> my breasts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. Classic. Yeah. Leave it in. Leave it in. All right. All right. <laughs> then I'll have to say hello and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Hello. My name is Mark, Hello. just like it is every week. And just like it is every week, me am, I am joined by Jim. Me am. I'm Jackie. And Miles. And you mentioned a different name Jim. before. We have a guest today. We have a guest, Jim, on today. Yes. Hello. Hello. That's what Jim sounds like. That is what I sound like. Jim's an old friend of mine. Uh, How old is he? But not as old as Miles. Yeah, He's true. like Methuselah. Correct. He's a very old friend. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the giant media and anime frame. Um And this week we're going to be talking about... <laughs> You're uh, just done. We're going to be talking about uh, episode four of Stardust Crusaders, which is... A ep- New Hope. Episode 30 of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure TV anime. It is called Tower of Grey, aptly so. Uh, before we get into that, though, let's talk to Jim for a little bit. Jim, what is your exposure, knowledge, love affair with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Well, Mark, thank you for asking me that. Uh-huh. Um, I used to be a big fan of... 2D fighters. And I still am. I just, if you need to play games to be a fan, then I'm no longer a fan. Yeah, I know the feeling. You know. So I had played Street Fighter Alpha 2 to my heart's content, and I had a Dreamcast. And I went to go look for a new game, and I saw the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure game for the Dreamcast. And I was like, what? This looks cool. I don't know what it is. I'm going to get it. So I got it, and that, that was it. And then I had a friend who was really into anime she was i mean she knew about things that totally blew my mind and she came over and she was like you know this is part three of this whole franchise and i was like i don't know what you're talking about i don't really care right now of course i (laughs) came to care so that was my first exposure to jojo's so the dreamcast game heritage for the future Mm -hmm. i believe right Mm -hmm. and that was fun and i learned about stands and some people don't have stands, and that was weird to me, too, playing as some of the characters that didn't. But that was my first exposure to the franchise. It's a good one. Yeah. I still think it's a wonderful adaptation of uh, the fucking JoJo's Arc 3. I think it's one of the best. Um, anyway, that's also where I first found it, so yeah. I'm a little biased. Uh, we're going to take a ride. Before we summarize the episode and talk shit uh, over it, uh, we're going to take a walk over to Correspondence Corner. Miles? What if we drove over instead? Oh, Miles, do we have a car now? Yeah. We should take a car noise. Did you just say car noise? I can't make an engine noise. We should take a plane, like the characters in the second All right, all right. A plane. A propeller plane or like a jumbo jet? A propeller plane. Okay. We crashed. Oh, look, we crashed in correspondence corner. Yeah, we did it. Here we are. Everyone else is dead, but we're okay. Yeah, we can't go back to regular podcast. That's fine. Area <laughs> recording a podcast rep- place. Podcast place. That's right. Uh, so let me see here. Uh, so I had talked to some people on Reddit about the fact that I was looking for a legal release of Diamond Is Unbreakable, the live action movie, because it's come out, I think, uh, for home viewing in Japan very recently, and um, I have it uh, <gasps> thanks to some. Uh, people who were nice enough to send it over and uh, stuff like that. When are we going to watch it, Daddy? Well, I, we kind of wanted to wait until it's legal, so we didn't really want to encourage uh, piracy and stuff. I might watch it on my own. I don't know. Um, no, no, your first impression needs to be for the podcast. Yeah, you loser. Everything right. we do Ugh. needs to be for the podcast now. 
Okay. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. God. Including like when we make food, it should just be we for gotta, the podcast. We have to live. No. So everything we do is for the podcast. So you eat so that you can be alive to continue the podcast. That's true. This is all I live for. Yes. Okay. Correct. Uh, yeah. So I have it, but yeah. You, you make money so that we can make a, buy equipment for the podcast. That's right. And yeah, Jackie pointed out like, why don't we wait till it's legal? Everyone can see it and we're not like encouraging piracy. And I, I agree with that. So we have it. I appreciate people who have, uh, you know, reached out to provide it to us. Um, and you know, if they never do it, if they really drag their feet, then we'll just fucking watch it. That, that's my feeling. What's on it. the deadline? Uh, I'm going to give them like a week. I think one more week to release it. You hear that? Uh, if you yeah. don't release it in America in a week, it's over for you. Give them until we're done with uh, this arc. Oh, that's good too. That's actually. too long. Actually, that's January 2019 or some shit. Well, they better have it out by then. Yeah, they really better. They also better have announced part five. Yeah. Or I'm gonna blow up a bomb. We're not gonna make Wait. it to January 2019. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, do you have something to do? No, I mean we're we're not gonna make it as a a race of people. Oh, I see. Um, anyway, but someone someone on I was talking with people on Reddit about it, and someone said that they heard that certain airlines have it with English subtitles. I may or may not have seen it when I went to Tokyo this past January. What? You saw it? I saw it. Oh, saw how was it? it? Good. Question, Question mark? mark? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Certain characters, I think, are easier to do. Josuke, I thought, was pretty well done. The... I don't know how much I can say. You can talk about I whatever. Say, okay. Part four. The Nijimura brothers were pretty good. I thought Okuyasu was pretty good. Koichi, I did not like, and I really can't put my finger on why. Maybe I he's just not like likable. Him. Maybe he's just a maybe because he was more dumb than, idiot, more than two feet tall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. Um, there is a really big change, so I'm not going to spoil the ending, but Thanks. it does not go. As you, as, as I've, it I've heard a little bit, but I stopped reading on purpose. It's bizarre. I think it sets hey. itself up more for a sequel. Oh, there we go. Uh, it sets itself up for a sequel better mm-hmm. the way that they did it, but because of what they changed, you know, it was good. Okay. Good. I so mean, I'll no, take that question mark off and say good. Period. Awesome. That's good. There we go. Cool. So yeah, somebody told me on the Reddit, they were like, I hear they're showing it on airplanes. And I was like, I got to get on a plane. And someone was like, hopefully not with Joseph. And I was like, ha ha ha. <laughs> Do but these fly people planes, so. like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? And got some DMs. Uh, this is from Alejandro. Sliding right in. Uh, it goes like this. Are hey they guys. private? Are they nudes? No, they're oh, nudes. Okay. Uh, Going through your most recent episode now and had some answers or comments for you guys. Number one, sorry, Mark, Kakyoin totally has a mullet. Uh, yes. Hang on, I have to check the poll. I put out a poll <laughs> to see if Kakyoin no. has a mullet or not. Jim, weigh in. The, what, but, what do you think of mullets? So, Well, I love them, obviously. <laughs> um, but I think it's not business in the front. Because he has That's that what I'm little saying. thing, so it's on a mullet. You know, he couldn't go. It's I mean, business like. It's business like, but it's not. No, that that fucking hair coming business. off, especially in this episode when he's yeah. talking to those babes, the stewardesses. His hair is like. But what is like the yeah. relatively normal hair in JoJo's? Like, I feel like nobody is a regular. Well, I actually, at, at some point in this episode, when they show everyone on the plane, I just started laughing because you look at everyone else who's a normal human being, and then Abdul and Kakyoin are there, and they're wearing like bright colors, like huge earrings and necklaces and shit. Like, they, they'd have never made it through customs in um, this day and age. <laughs> I do want to say that the poll I put out there on April 1st, no joke, uh, with a 56% lead. No, it's not long enough. 
is the answer to does Kakiman have a mullet? So sorry, Alejandro. Sorry, Jackie Miles. I'm going to stick with my beliefs. Yeah, here. it's the people who are wrong. Well, I think it's wow. long enough. Again, it's just that thing. If he cuts that thing off in the front, I think then then we yeah, got a mullet. If he had a crew cut and shit all, all right. yeah, if he had the crew cut up top. Right. Sure. If it's like Joseph up top. Yeah, and Joseph up top and cars in the back. Party time. Something like that. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Alejandro continues saying, uh, technically Dio does too. He feels that Dio has a mullet. I don't think so. No. It's still too shaggy on top. Uh, number two, when Josuke was sick and Diamond is Unbreakable was around the same time Stardust Crusader was going on. So Josuke was like five or six years old. I think Dylan also tweeted in and said that, that Josuke was around four years yeah. old. So we were wrong to say that he was just born now, but thank you. Number three. I never said that. I was right. Thanks. Uh, Dio taking over Jonathan's body is what he talked about uh, at the end of Phantom Blood. He could make human or animal hybrids. I forgot about that. Uh, So why not take Jonathan's body since Dio lost his? Also, him surviving 100 years was due to how much power Jonathan had after his hormone training and Zeppeli power boost. However, this was also why it took so long for his head to merge with the body. Vampire Essence was constantly fighting some hormone power. I think that's 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 a good way of looking at it's it. It's a lot of information. It's true. That's a that's a good way of yeah. looking at it. I think. I don't necessarily think that being a hormone master means you can survive without food for a hundred years. But I do like the idea that they, they're not taking like the head is not taking to the body because one's vampire, one's hormone. Uh, if I think of anything else, I'll message you. Thanks. Thanks, Alejandro. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, and he did not message us, so he did not think of anything else. He ceased to think, much like cars did orbiting the Earth. He's still Aww. up there. Yeah. Watching all of us. <laughs> um, Smiling down on you. And everywhere I go. Every smile I see. I know you are there. Smiling back at me. Oh, back. Dancing in moonlight. I know you are free. Because I can see your star. Shining down on me. And then the beat does the same where it goes. <laughs> Wait, what is that song? It's, I don't uh, know who does it. Janet Jackson. It's Janet Jackson. Oh it's my all, god! It's off her right. album. Bye. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. No, Bye. no, no. It's okay. It's off okay, her '90s comeback album, The Velvet Rope. I remember it now. Mm. And uh, is that the same album where she's like, "Every girl at the party, look at that body I don't know, shaking, shaking that, that thing like you ever did see." Got a nice package, all right. Guess I'm gonna have to ride it tonight. Is that from the uh, Nutty Professor? Yes. No, probably. that one Wait. is. Is it, I think it, it is Nutty Professor. No, is it? Is it she? No, 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 can't believe that my dreams come true. I find it for somebody who's hardest to and best of all. I don't know this one. Oh, it's so good. My love for you, unconditional. That's true. So get up, get up, get up. Oh, I do know this song. Yes. Love is true, and it's just for you. Really so matter, the, the, the connection, by the way, to JoJo's that we have with Janet Jackson is that if you look at Janet Jackson's <laughs> Rhythm Nation outfit, it's pretty much Jotaro's school uniform with chains and stuff. Like, not, not <laughs> exactly that much of a same. stretch. It's pretty much the same thing. Um, anyway, so let's see. So Shout this out to one, Chicas for pointing that out. I yes. think we should, uh, I think we need to start a Janet Jackson cover band. I think that's do what we, we should do. <laughs> I, I mean, you heard how good we sounded. We're, Can we're we start amazing. an all-male Janet Jackson cover band yes. called Manit Jackson? All right. <laughs> You've been waiting right. for that one for like an hour and a half, right? Just out of it. I was going to say we should call. We should have like a, like a fish-type like a noodling band called Jamit Jackson. And we just jam <laughs> for like good. 10 minutes like riffing on uh, 
What's another Janet song? I can't give you one. Rhythm Nation. Uh, this is from, so this is from Jaren, and it's called Corrections and Omissions from the Nerd Corner, which actually sounds like a How Did This Get Made reference. So shout out to you, Jaren, if you watch uh, How Did This Get Made. Uh, however, it does, um, it explains a lot of like issues that Jackie and Miles have had or questions they still have with uh, future parts. Um, but I, I don't know how much I should really read. Just tell me. Okay, well, here, let's try it out. <laughs> Just tell me. <laughs> it's, it's been a, about a week since I uh, read this, so. Hey guys, it's me again. I see that Jackie and Miles have a lot of questions and theories that they can't really look into without spoiling future parts. So here's some facts that will clear stuff up, but not spoiler anything important. Okay. So I don't know, like, if I should read this. Just tell me. First off, Jotaro is not a forever bachelor. What? what? No, I don't like this. Oh, that's a big spoiler. I don't like this. Wait, does does wait does he date a man? I will not answer that. that he has to. He can't be straight. I'll, I'll, I've decided that why? this episode. This episode, but, I decided that he's not straight. But based on what? Based like on the fact that those thing? Two, two babes were uh, like fucking fawning over him, and he for no he didn't have to say like, oh, I'm glad you didn't scream because that would have been annoying. Like he didn't have to say that. Yeah, flight attendants too. They're the mermaids of the sky. Yeah, but he likes the chase. If they, no, th- if they throw themselves at him, he's like, Ugh. He has no interest in He tenderly put Only his hand on Kakuin's face. We know that. Only yeah. dicks. That's all uh, he wants. Well, can, can I just say, though, that if he does date a woman, that doesn't make him straight. That simply means that he's confining to society's demands of him. She better be real special, because... Or really not special. Maybe he just, like... He's, like, you he's know. gay, but then he finds that one girl. And he's then a, it's a beard. Maybe it's just a beard. The one time he's like, oh, shit, am I bi? And then he's like, okay, I'm bi. Or he'll just be on the DL for the rest of his life, you know? <laughs> yeah. Getting dud True, true, <laughs> true. True. Uh, True. Living a lie. Is, is it beard? Is beard the thing that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe he just finds a beard. So I'm gonna. I'm not gonna finish that sentence. Uh, let's see what else here. My, my head canon is he's gay. Uh, okay. So sorry, Jaren. I'm not gonna read that part. Also, minor correction. Yeah, Josuke is four years old. Uh, so Joseph was hanging around in Japan four years prior. This still makes him a bad dad and husband, <laughs> as is Joestar yes. tradition, just further back than the nine months or so Aww. you were mentioning. Hopefully none of this was pedantic, but love the pod. Keep up the good work. It was not pedantic, but I am being was, a little bit more cautious. That was Jaren. Thank you, Jaren. Thanks, Jaren. Thanks, bro. Uh, just just tell me. Just spoil it. All right. Um, <laughs> Jotaro, after part four, um, leaves and goes to Nepal. And becomes a Buddhist monk and marries a starfish. Um, but he has to go to the ocean for that because Nepal is inland. Um, he has sex with the starfish, but no children become of it because that's impossible. Um, he then dies while fasting with the starfish, though. So it's romantic. I'll, it's accept, I'll accept this story. Okay. I like it. Um, I got an email from some CEO of a... It's like an automated email. Someone who wants us to switch our podcast hosting. I don't know if that's exciting to anybody, but whatever. Can you Just, read the whole thing yeah, as read slow it. as possible? No, don't read it. <laughs> I'm okay. not going to. Uh, it's actually... It looks like an interesting service. Maybe we'll switch to it. Don't don't need um, to drop them. But don't that's, that's the end of Correspondence Corner. Um, hopefully we'll one day walk back to podcast place uh so we'll just uh, start talking about the episode um it like i said is called tower of gray it's episode four it opens up in dio's trap it house. starts just <laughs> it starts just where we left off actually it doesn't know you're right Enya is in. spouting some kind of who's Enya, jackie i don't know who Enya is what this old cackling the 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 um old witch in um snow white in disney snow white is there and she is <laughs> spouting some kind of poetic oh is she the one where nonsense. there's that gif of her like going under the trap yes. door and it's yes. like it's like when I say I'm going to bed but I stay up watching anime till 4am yes I fucking love that meme but okay <laughs> her 
Uh, so she's there saying something poetic about animals and the unknown about and fear, the fear, fear and love and uh, something about logical things. And uh, Dio sticks his fingers through a babe woman's throat. Yeah, these all there's all these like rap video hoes in this uh, room. Uh, I yeah. believe I established that it's called titty litter. In the past, just women strewn about. Right. Do you also, think Anya always watches Dio when he's having his freaky sex parties? Yeah. Like, is she sure just a mainstay there. there? Yeah. Okay. So, by the way, Miles, Good. you already knew this, but in the OVA, she starts out as like a young woman, like a sexy young bartender woman. But in yeah, this, she's so hot. She's, she's just, just old from old. the get. She's oh. just old. Does Sad. she revert back to a young. No, that's, that's not at all a thing canonically. Neither is oh. this scene, by the way. This is added for the anime. This is not in the comic. This, this, um, uh, Sexy DOC. This and okay. this whole like basically what she says is like people feel fear and the fight or flight response when they encourage something they don't understand. But with Dio, it's something completely different. It is pure joy, which is like what? So it's like a mixture of fear and joy. Hit you joy in fear when you talk to a Dio. Uh, this room is filled with weed smoke too. The room that they're in or ours yeah, right now? It's very smoky. Oh, okay. I was gonna say we don't do that. True. Um. Yeah, so Dio then drinks this woman's neck with his fingers. Yeah. I noticed he has like a leather band around his arm. Is I it because was he's a heroin that. addict? I don't know what was with that. It looked like he had little capsules on it, too. Maybe he's not an addict. Maybe he's just what a casual What superhero has that where they have a bunch of darts like around their neck? Or am I just thinking of the bad guys from uh, the Venture Brothers? I think I'm thinking of just the bad guys from Venture Brothers. I don't know what you're I think you might be, actually. Anyway. Then uh, we go to the plane. Well, yeah, she says that like she kind of segues it oh uh, yeah Enya, you're right because she's like they're not going to get to their destination safely and she cackles because she's a witch yeah dio asks, has to ask her he doesn't know he has to ask her like where are they now oh really yeah okay how does she know I mean, he's kind of busy well she's like a psychic she has a crystal ball and shit i think oh. she's a witch she's also a from witch snow white yep she's from snow white it's the the biggest crossover this year do you think she wants to join in on the sex parties, but Dio says no? I <laughs> I think that she likes to watch. I think that she is very aroused the whole time. Yeah. I was like, somebody's got to work the camera. So. I think Dio. Right. I, I think Dio would fuck anything, but she's just like, this would be too awkward. Like the whole employee employer thing. Like I don't want to screw this up. It would be an HR violation for yeah. sure. I don't think they have an HR. I think Nukesaku is the HR person, and he's like, guys, come on, we got to keep it clean. <laughs> no, they've got a people department. It's a start. That's right. The right. The, that's it's right. a the, startup. The, the people manager in Nukesaku. Yeah. Uh, Dio would make a great startup CEO. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's why there was like a, um, there was a arcade game on the other side of the room and there was a fridge full of LaCroix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ping pong. And there were comfort thing. dogs brought in once a week a so people could play with chairs. dogs. That's right. Uh, oh, and no health benefits at all. Right. Just forget it. No health, no 401k. Stop just, it. Just uh, if you if you w- ask for more, you just get more uh, stock options in the company that may never be worth anything. Right, right, right. Also, there's a rave. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so... Uh, I hope you like our startup jokes, everyone. We then have that... Uh, <laughs> what's going on, people that are half our age? These are jokes like, you won't understand for another like, 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> The like children are like the the teenagers are looking up what a startup is. <laughs> <laughs> the people who like don't live in a city are also like a what startup is, this? is like a small company. <laughs> a lot of them are IT focused. A lot of them get a huge amount of money by an investor. So it's like just imagine these young people who are like, let's make a cool company, but they're like missing a lot of stuff and there's problems with it. It's uh, and they claim they hate companies, 
but yeah. they that's exactly what they are. And, and they're belly up in a year. So some of the, yeah, there's a lot of them come and go, but some of them become very successful things. That's true. A lot of the services we really like started off as startups. Yeah. Um, now they're finish-ups. Are we a startup? <laughs> Are we a startup? No. Okay. Yeah, we're not. We're we're, uh, we haven't started. We're actually government-funded. We're like the PBS of podcasts. We're not that either. We're self-funded. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we make tons of money. So we are kind of like startups because we are self-funded. I actually have to go before the Senate and defend the existence of this <laughs> podcast in a very tender way. We have a cushion to sit on. Uh, <laughs> Zuckerberg had a cushion to sit on oh. when he was before the Senate, which people were, were making fun of him for because they're like, oh, he's short. But I just, I mean, those seats can't be comfortable. Maybe I think he has it was hemorrhoids. A thing. Maybe he does. I heard that his old original live journal name was Zuck on it. That's I'm, good. I'm, I'm, not, like it. I'm not kidding. I actually I read don't that. hate it. So like, this is the guy that now has to talk to the Senate being a billionaire or whatever. And I wonder if they were like, was your live journal name Zuck on it? And he's like, yes. <laughs> I saw on, He's under oath. He has to answer honestly. Yeah. I saw on Twitter people just uh, kind of photoshopped him with a big butt. <laughs> that's what they did. I like, like Holly, that, right? That's yeah. what they did. Yeah, yeah. like Holly. Like they, Holly. It's Holly. just an anime ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the first, uh, the, the next 30 seconds of this episode, uh, they're on a plane and uh, we suddenly notice a buzzing sound is in the air, right? They stand yeah. out like ridiculously on this plane, mm-hmm. full of, of normies. <laughs> yeah, and everyone else is asleep. Yeah, there is not a single other person who's awake. They caught the red eye because they're cheap. Can right. you imagine Jotaro trying to make it through the X-ray with his giant ass chain? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just a clanking and onto the like conveyor belt. He has to take off his shoes. He has to take off his two belts. Everybody has to take off all their jewelry, all their earrings, all their necklaces. They're like, "Come on, you stand freaks, move it." <laughs> I don't know why it's it's uh, JFK. <laughs> Come on, Stan Freaks. We don't have all day. I'm trying to work here. Come Drove on. over two bridges to take this plane. <laughs> um, I got, uh, I got... Is that JFK? Uh, I mean, it's in Queens, right? Oh, okay. Yes. So it's like... I thought you were saying that you were imitating John F. Kennedy, former <laughs> president of America. And I was like, that's not a good Boston no. accent. The airport. <laughs> um... Kakyun and Abdul notice the buzzing right away. They like look at each other and then. Uh, this is the fastest I've ever seen the, like the whole gang realize that it's a stand. Yeah, yeah, because it's really like I, I think that absolutely because because anything else they'd just be like, oh, there's a bug. That's annoying. Have you guys like, ever seen a fly on or any bug on a plane? I never have. Maybe that's why. Because no, mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't seen it either. Maybe it just does it. Is it impossible have for ever, some reason? Like the air pressure. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever seen a bug uh, and accused it of being <laughs> a stand, a sentient thing I, that was like yes. after you to to kill you? Absolutely have. I love, by the way, when it starts flying at Jotaro. Yeah, he knows exactly what species he says, it is. Well, he gets it wrong at first. He says, "Is it a rhinoceros beetle?" Beetle, and he calls it. He says Kabuto, which, if you didn't know, is the inspiration for Kabutops, the Pokemon, ah. uh, the beetleish type Pokemon. But then he realizes, no, it's a a stag beetle, which is a different Japanese word that I don't know. So just pretend I said it. Um, and it's flying at them. And what does it do? Does it like break off before hitting them or something? Or does it just decide? Does it hide? I don't know. I think it hides between two seats because they say, oh, it's hiding. And this is before it takes out the tongues. Mm. Those people are just in yeah. the row and just in one disgusting they, they say just, a million times is it a stand they yeah. ask a yeah. lot yeah. of times yeah, yeah. and uh, abdul is like oh i heard about this uh bug stand user that likes to rip out people's tongues 
which is a very specific thing. Yeah. He's a smart guy. And he's like heard that it caused a plane crash that killed 300 people yeah. in England. Holy but, shit. But he like never tells it to the authorities, I guess, because this guy's still on the loose. Like he's already killed 300 people who have yeah. whoever's running the stand. Well, yeah. Maybe they wouldn't believe him. It's like, hey, this bug I is guess. causing plane crashes. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. But, but like, how would he have heard it? Like. Who who told him? You know, they have like this. There's like, there's like a stand um, news group, like alt dot stand users stand dot net, and like everyone goes on there and posts like I heard this and that, you know. But are they like not credible? Or are they like the flat Earth people? They're like the Daily Mirror of news, okay. so like a hundred percent credible. Oh okay. I forget. Is Daily Mirror really bad? Is it like Daily Mail? I think Daily Mail is worse, isn't it? Okay. I don't really know. I about just the let's let, let's rank the dailies. I think Daily Beast is most credible. Yeah, and then, and then the Daily Planet. Maybe Daily Stormer. Daily Stormer. Wait, 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 wait. And then wait, Daily wait, Bugle. Wait. I mean, oh no. I don't know what that is even. He's talking comic oh, books. Oh, from Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't. I don't read. <laughs> Daily anything. Planet is uh, Superman. Yes. I only read Japanese comics. <laughs> Um, They're just better. Is that your guys? JFK impression? I'm, st- I'm still. I'm a kid now in JFK, being offered some uh, Naruto books. I only read Japanese comic books. Spider Man, Superman, Batman. Um, Japanese comic books. Wait. You fucked up. I no. fucked up. I fucked up. You fucked up the character. Up. Let me explain. He says that, and then he goes, "I don't like that shit." Okay. <laughs> That's what I meant. Um, so. Yeah. So they. they yeah, they, and they, they, Abdul also later says that uh, this thing that he heard about commits mass murders and makes it look like an accident. And he calls it Tower of Grey. Yeah, yeah, He's like, oh yeah, I know Which, this. It's called Tower of Grey. So he knows all about it. I looked up the name of this like arc uh, in Japanese and it's literally, it, there's three kanji. It's it's Tawa, Obu, Grey. What does that mean? It literally means like Tower of Ash. Like they, and Araki mm-hmm. does this sometimes. Like when someone dies, it'll be uh, like retire, but like the phonetic in Japanese like ritaya is like written in kanji and it can mean something, but sometimes it means exactly that. It's very clever because, um, mm. you know, kanji can be pronounced different ways. Anyway, um, so eventually they confront it, right? Or they do they see it kill everyone first or is, is it to start fighting them? Uh, it does not kill anybody yet. Uh, Jotaro tries oh, to yeah. attack it. It is, they realize very quickly that it is faster than Star Platinum, which <gasps> is crazy. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. it goes to... It like stabs him. Yeah, in the, it cuts like, through arm. his hand. Yeah, and hand. it only, it tries to rip out his tongue, but Star Platinum has very strong teeth that block it from mm-hmm. being. So that's great, great that's teeth. All that crest, baby. This week's sponsor is Crest. Crest. It's not as good as Colgate. Let's be honest. What's the difference? Crest tastes. The texture's all fucked up. I can't. I would if. I, I, yeah. I can't tell them apart. I can't tell the difference. I'll do a blind any, blind any test toothpaste. every fucking time. Try it. And don't like, bra- don't break out Rembrandt or some nasty Arm and Hammer shit on me. It takes me forever to choose a toothpaste because I don't know the difference. Did between you guys them. have bubblegum toothpaste when you were little? Yes. I'm pretty sure. Yes, and it was delicious. I also had toothpaste where it had things in the toothpaste, and I'm like, isn't this the point of brushing my teeth to get <laughs> shit out of my mouth? So I'm putting these strips of whatever yeah. the hell it was uh, into my mouth. They were delicious, though. Are you sure it was toothpaste? Oh, it wasn't just. <laughs> Filth from the yes, just, it, just it was filth from uh, the street outside. Yes, that's what it was. Uh, Thanks, Mark. So yeah. So by the way, this if you want to picture this stag beetle, it has like an alien mouth inside of it. Like if you know oh, the, yeah. the xenomorphs yeah. from Alien, like a mouth, like a long stretch mouth comes out of it, which is unnecessary because it already has terrifying 
uh, jaws, mandibles. But then it like has this extra extended thing. It, le- it later calls the tower needle. Um, so yeah, it goes through Star Platinum's hand and almost gets its tongue, and they're all like, <gasps> scared it, uh, of it. It dodges. Uh, it do- dodges Star Platinum's auras. But it does break the needle, right? He he is able once it has its tongue, he's able mm-hmm. to punch the needle, and the needle breaks, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep, yep. This bug talks. Yeah, it talks. It has a weird buggy voice, like Waspinator. I think this is the first time we hear a Stan talk. I think right? you're yeah, right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, at some point, the Stan user is like, "Check this out." And Abdul already explained that it tries to rip out tongues even before it attacked Jotaro. And it then flies from the back. It flies through a bunch of seats, through the back of people's heads, ripping out their tongues as mm-hmm. it goes. Yep. Uh, and this is this is probably like the most censored episode I can think of. There's so much black space that they use to cover people's ripped out tongues. And like later, mm-hmm. the, the Tower of Great User's face is just a complete black splotch. Uh, I was hoping that the Crunchyroll later episodes like we're watching now would be uncensored. But I guess you have to buy the Blu-rays if you want to see all that anime gore. Yeah. Um, I want to see it so bad. And then Tower of Grey, uh, or the Fly, rather. Because I guess they don't really name the user. The stand is Tower of Grey. The user is just somebody. It's Jeff Goldblum. Abdul oh. suspects that he's uh, working for Dio, but this is never really confirmed or anything. Yeah, they're not really sure, because he's yeah. just an asshole in general. Yeah. So at this point, I think Abdul goes to attack him with his fiery stand. Well, wait, doesn't doesn't he have to write Massacre? Yeah, he writes Massacre. Oh, yeah, and he, blood. He with the shish kebab tongues, right? Yeah, they're he takes all, all the tongues he has joined together, and they're like, yeah. he really ripped them out. Yeah. And he goes up to the front wall. By the way, there are still people on this plane who have not noticed what's happening, right, just to let you know. They're all asleep, even though everyone is screaming. People are shouting, <laughs> ora, 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 ora. Right. Yeah. People's tongues just got ripped out. Yeah. There's now holes in seats. And in huge letters in blood, in like... In script. English script, it says massacre. And the announcer tells you, massacre, the meaning to kill everyone. And all of us were like, we already know that. Because we're idiots. And we don't know that (laughs) Japanese kids are watching this shit. Um, And then, yeah. So I I, kind of missed this. I was looking up shit. So what happens with, like, Abdul's going to try to burn the plane down or something? Well, he immediately says, well, I'm going to try to. And then no one stops him. But then Kakuin comes to his senses. But a bit later than he probably should have. Like, Abdul goes through the whole thing. He might even take out or he might like yeah i call think magician's, magician's red comes red, out and yeah kakuin is like oh wait you'll burn the whole plane down but and it should have already burned the whole plane down like isn't it isn't like the cabin like all, all like oxygenated well i don't think i guess it does technically have flames around its body but i don't know it doesn't count no i think you could like light a match on a plane yeah and kakuin's also like and jojo yeah, you burst the hole through the plane so true. don't Take out your star platinum anymore, even though you've been doing that the whole time. And you used to be able to smoke on planes. Oh, uh, that's you true. Know, the Mad good Men point, days, good point. So, so he, he could have just turned it on. But but Kakuin, what Kakuin says is that he'll disturb the passengers. And like, it seems like a illegitimate concern because like a half a dozen of them are already dead. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, Kakuin says like, fire will burn out the plane. You'll punch a hole in the plane. And then he proceeds to shoot a bunch of crystal gems all over the inside of this plane in many different directions for probably the longest sustained period I've seen Emerald Splash be fired. Maybe they don't, like, okay. damage the real world? No, they have to. Like, I, they only hurt people? or No, nah, later know. we see them do damage to stuff. Oh, okay. In the OVA, he gets they, that badass scene where he shoots the Dio's. Right, 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 right. That doesn't happen in the real manga, but it's a badass scene in the uh, And he shoots the clock. The clock. The clock. Yeah. Mm. 
Anyway, way later. Oh, way okay. later. So he could have burst a hole through the plane, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's let's just decide that he had more control than that, and he was using very tiny emerald splash bullets. Let's sure. just go with that. Sure, 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 All sure, right. sure. So he decides. So basically, the point is that Kakyo is like, this is my episode where you can see me be a good guy. Yeah. And, and the, uh, the bug just dodges it with its speed. Mm-hmm. The bug is immensely fast, dodges all of the emerald splashes, and it actually like rips out the beak of Hierophant Green, which is really gross. Mm. And so like Kakyoin gets like a lip bleeding like on his real body. His beak falls off. No, he doesn't have a beak. He's a, he's like a human being. He doesn't have a. Oh, that's so he never had a beak. No, no, he's just oh, a guy. Okay, okay, okay. It's like okay. Big Bird. <laughs> Kind of. I, I'm now fitting Big Bird into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and it's upsetting. Yeah, um, it works for me. And then the the fly like taunts Kakuin, and it's like, "I'm gonna rip your tongue out, and then you're gonna die from the sheer madness of the pain." And Kakuin says something clever. Anyone know? Yeah. I don't remember. But before this, did we forget about the stain user who wakes up? Oh and yeah, he goes yeah. to the bathroom. Yeah, because right? th- this whole time they're looking for the stand user. Right, and so at one point during the episode, they actually when they go, you know, they go, "Who could it be?" He's the second person that they show, and he's just like, yeah. "Oh," and later on, you're like, "Yeah, it was him." So I think this is after he gets Hierophant Green's tongue that the stand user wakes up and mm-hmm. was so noisy. Oh, right. I just woke up out of nowhere. I'm going to the bathroom. So he gets up to go to the bathroom, and he reaches out like way on the wall where massacre is written and he goes oh what's this slimy stuff hmm and he just he walks in the he bathroom. starts to read massacre without yeah. looking at it he looks at his hand still looking at the blood and goes m a and then he screams with his dentures falling out kakuin behind him so this must have been at before he engaged him in fighting yeah kakuin karate chops him on the back of the neck supposedly knocking him out and just goes atemi which is a form of uh like martial arts that is like soft blows that can you know knock you out i guess um, it's a silly little moment, but, um, yeah. So Kakyoin, I think he says, uh, oh, I'll go mad from the pain, huh? Or no, no, he shoots another blast and Greyfly still dodges it. And I guess he's like, you don't get it. Like you could shoot this all over the place and he's taunting him. And then Kakyoin gets his comeback where he's like, oh, I would die from the pain. What about this, you fucking asshole? He doesn't yeah, say that, but, something. but <laughs> pretty, pretty much, that. pretty much something like that. And then we see from like all over the plane, all these different hierophant green tentacles come out and they just spear through like multiple angles, just punch right through gray fly. Do you think it went through his butt? It's, I mean, it's hierophant green. It went in his butt. Let's just, That's why'd true. you even ask? Um, That's what he does. Um... So what was his plan here? He was just like, let me distract this beetle. And then once he's just chilling, I'll so he sa- stab him in a bunch of different directions. He says that he's trapping him in one place with, with, the, uh, with the emeralds. My guess is that while he's shooting, he's also laying down underneath the seats, mm-hmm. his tentacles. Um, so like he doesn't notice that happening. And they were coming from his foot too. So yeah, while he's shooting like- the emeralds from his hands, I think his right foot was extending the tentacles... Mm-hmm. To trap Tower yeah. of Grey. It's a really satisfying moment when like the, the beetle gets fucking stabbed by a bunch of things. Because this yeah. isn't just like a bad person. It's somebody who's like murdered hundreds of people. And it's this annoying fucking fly that even Star Platinum can't punch. Yeah. And it gets like pierced by all these different ways. And instead of it being like, now you're knocked out. Kakyoin fucking rips it apart. Yeah. The beetle rips in half. And we see the old man that Dead. presumably was innocent. His fucking face explodes. Like first his tongue actually gets like a beetle marking on it. 
Oh yeah, they see. Yeah, yeah they. There's see like them. a scarab outline on his tongue, and then it starts to split. I can't tell you 100% what happens because it's fucking blacked out like crazy. But so they're like, we got him. Yeah, Tower Ka- of Grey. And Kakyoin is like, a repulsive stand has a repulsive user, which is rude. That's not nice. I think it's also rude because Hierophant Green is gross. It has a beak. It shoots tentacles all over people's assholes. Like, yeah. it's really not a very clean stand for someone who's so attractive like Kakyoin. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so shallow. He's very shallow. That makes me sick. He's, <laughs> he's only into MILFs. I heard you're a really deep guy. Not shallow. Like you? <laughs> Um, so they decide then, uh, or they're standing somewhere. They're, 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 they're talking shit about this guy. They were like, oh yeah, something about Dio controlling him because he was easily bought. But they're saying like he didn't, just, he didn't have a flesh bud. He didn't have a flesh, bl- yeah, right. Bl- flesh blood. B- 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 <laughs> flesh and blood. Flesh. Blood fam. Bud. Bud. Rosebud. Rosebud. Was this what, um... Citizen Kane was talking about when he was going flesh bud at the beginning of Citizen Mm -hmm. Kane. Because he had one. That's what Citizen Kane is about. At the end, they were like, he was being controlled by Dio the whole time. (laughs) What a different movie. I haven't seen Citizen Kane. You just spoiled it for me. Citizen Kane is like this. he dies at the end. I actually don't know. Because of a flesh blood? (laughs) It's like the Citizen Kane of movies. If I can be honest with you. Wait, what is Citizen Kane? Kane? Is it Citizen Kane of movies? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, No, it's actually a very good movie. And then they, they cover this guy's head with Actually, a towel. His, like, face is all blown up and ugly, and they just, like, put, like, a blanket over his head. Is this still Citizen Kane? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. No, and, and I the guess sequel, the sequel, Mars Needs Moms, if you guys remember <laughs> Fuck you. when that came out. I totally forgot that about that. That was pretty good. It, it, was, it was after college, I think, where, where somehow Jim and I got into this thing where we would try to look at each other, and without, without breaking, without <laughs> laughing, we would just say, a movie came out called Mars Needs Moms. <laughs> It was an animated, I think, partially animated movie that went nowhere. And we would just yeah. say, see if we, who could go like, hi, can I have one for Mars Needs Moms? And just see how and long we could it. do that without and laughing. Did you guys ever see shit. it? No. Uh, no. Oh. Sadly. I heard it's like the Citizen Kane of mom movies. Um, anyway. What about of Mars movies? Of Mars movies? No, I would give no, that to Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. Or... That's not really a Mars movie. It sort of takes place on Earth. But it's all Martians. Yeah, but... What, okay, Mission to Mars. There we go. Cool. Awful. Brian De Palma, bad mark on your career. What are some other Brian De Palma films? What are you, out of your mind? Mission Impossible, Carlito Sway, Blowout, uh, Body Double, Dressed to Kill. He said Scarface, but that one. Uh, Carrie, uh, The Fury. You can't win this game against Mark. What are some other Brian De Palma films? Well, (laughs) he also did... I don't know. I can't think of any more. That's that's really it. A bunch of other Hitchcock ripoffs. De Palma is like, if Alfred Hitchcock didn't give a shit about gore and stuff, it's like if you wanted to update Alfred Hitchcock and make it messier, that's De Palma. So it's really good. Is he just as good as Alfred Hitchcock? Um, I would say no, but he's very fun to watch. There's a documentary about him out now. Mm. Um, also Andre the Giant. Not a great filmmaker. Anyway, what were we talking about? This anime, was it called Naruto? What is it? Uh, Joseph tries to go to the back and he's like, I don't know why. Because, well, he sees a cup rolling on the ground. Uh, yeah. okay. And he's like, are we flying the tilted? The plane is lilting and tilting. And he's like, we are flying tilted. And there's this weird thing where instead of just like a scene where they walk to the cockpit, Joseph goes to walk to the cockpit and a flight attendant. So, by the way, this is also why I presume that Abdul put the brown like shawl over the disgusting dead body of the user uh, is because somehow still 
people are asleep on this plane and not aware of the disgusting acts that have taken or the multiple and, deaths and no flight attendant saw this like none, none of none of the people working on the plane are aware that this is it, is it is overnight but you would think that like even though they don't notice that you need like your drink thrown out you know when you have that empty cup of ice and you're like please yeah. throw it out so i can put my tray table up you would hear the screaming and the punching i you think hope so. nobody screams i don't think anybody screams ora, ora, ora. uh well, that's loud. they're all like talking. They, did, to... they didn't. They didn't whisper the oras. They're I all don't. I don't know. If, I don't know if non-stand users can hear stand noises. I think there's definitely. There must be oh. some sort of commotion. To, to be honest, here. to be honest, yeah, the stand user does scream after he touches the blood and stuff, and his dentures. Fly I thought out. everybody right. just yelled ora. And the other you... thing is, mm-hmm. are, are yeah. we to assume this is a plane full of people who can fall asleep on a plane? I oh, think, I think not. You think that there's one or two people who are like, I always hate these lights. The most unrealistic. <laughs> and not only that, no, but there were some scenes where it looked empty right after they kill the Tower of Grey. They pan out and there's no one. Mm. I'm like, where's everyone? And no one is asleep. They're right. just not there. This is one of like, those airlines that go? doesn't sell all its tickets. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what your, what your axe to grind is there. Because I always sit down and then I wait... If the seat is empty next to me, I'm like, oh, God, I hope nobody's sitting next to me. And I can, like, stretch out a little bit, put my backpack over there. But it's always somebody. It's happened to uh, it's happened to me before where there wasn't somebody sitting next to me. That was nice. I on saw, a big plane? On a plane. You're lucky. Yeah, but on, like, a, a big plane? A yeah. International flight? Yeah. I saw on our flight back, I think, from the Canaries, some woman, like, near me, had a whole three row to herself and was stretched out. And I wanted to like stand up and go like, fuck, I'm so jealous. Like it wouldn't have done anything, but I really just wanted to convey how much I envied her because I hate sleeping in planes. My neck is just going to hurt one way or another. So you Mm -hmm. would not have slept through this commotion on this plane. No, I would have had my tongue ripped out probably. Oh, it's fine. I don't mind. Why did this guy like ripping out people's tongues? It's a pretty gross thing to do. If you're a gross person, I can see it as an objective. Yeah. Okay. So he's like a ser- serial killer kind Maybe of Maybe in his past real career life, he uh, was like a meat farmer and he, ha- he had the responsibility of ripping cu- cow's tongues out. for you Right, know, so they don't it. scream, help, help, oh God, I'm being killed. No, I don't think that's what it's for. I think oh, that's not what they do? No, I think because people like to eat cow tongue in, right. in certain things. Right. Maybe it makes them horny. Oh, there's that. Maybe it's the sexual eroticization. Uh, that's why he ran to the bathroom. Yeah, he was trying to go to the bathroom to... I got one out. I got to J it. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I charged up my J O crystals. <laughs> Time to release them. Yeah, Jim, do you do you know? Do you do do J O crystals get charged before you J O, or do you J O to charge the crystals? I don't know. I always thought they were like a byproduct. Wait, you guys have crystals? Of Jane. I don't have crystals. I'm just <laughs> saying that this is a thing. And I remember there was a meme-ish... I've never heard of J.O. crystals. <laughs> They're jackpot crystals. I was like, yeah. is this a new thing that I don't know about men? There was like Do a, you guys have crystals? There was a <laughs> Craigslist ad that went like viral um, where it was like, I need a bro to come over so we can J.O. together and charge up our J.O. crystals because they charge faster if you have a buddy. And uh, yeah, please, uh, J.O. crystal owners, write in and tell us how the crystals work. And if you're underage, don't play this for your mom. Um, oh. Well, it might be like Sorry. a lightsaber crystal where you get it and then you have to meditate on it 
So it's like it has to be, you know, within a, let's say six foot radius, and as you're jerking off, they charge up. So I think this guy with the Craigslist ad was totally. Let me get a pen. I gotta write this. Maybe it's like in Sailor Moon, like the heart crystals, where like if you're a bad guy, you want to take everybody else's heart crystals, so you like jack everybody else off, and you take all their crystals, and Mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. So that's the prize uh, you get for jacking guys off. And then you. So I've just been missing out these past twenty years. And then you, I don't know, what take over the world or something, or blow the earth up. I don't know what they do. You jo the world. Yeah. You go to the Eiffel Tower yeah. and J-O. J-O. <laughs> you win. J-O. You win. J-O. <laughs> Perfect. What about when there's a double J-O? That doesn't really happen. Double J-O. Yeah, you just finish at the exact same time and then you're just done. And that's it. That's it. Match over. What's a technical J-O, do you think? A technical... What's a time over I guess if you J-O. do it three times. When you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys are talking about jamming out, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so they try to go to the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> and Joseph sees this flight attendant and is like, please don't go up there. Because again, she doesn't know about massacre, tongue ripping, emerald shards hitting the inside of the fuselage. What a dummy. And what, That's what, a great band name and subsequent song title. Which one? Massacre, tongue jamming. <laughs> fuselage. J.O. Crystals, yeah. What, is, uh, what, is, what does Joseph say to her? Does he just say like out of the way? He, I don't know. He he fucking moves through, and then uh, Josuke. No, Jotaro. Jotaro. You fuck. always do this. I don't. It's just Japanese names. That's what Josuke's nef- better nephew anyway. And uncle. They're all Joes. Jo- Jotaro. They all have Joe crystals. Walks. God. Through. Even Holly. Uh, yeah. 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 And Good. there's two two pretty flight attendant ladies. Wait, I have this written down. So uh, they're like, oh, he's humble. I've never met such a handsome man. But I don't think they say it out loud. Do they say it out loud? Maybe they do. No, I don't think so. Uh, it's in their heads. They both yeah. telepathically say that he's really handsome and you see them blush. And he's like, move, bitch. And he like, get out the goes, way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Oh, no. Fights <laughs> out. I'm about, about to, to punch your lights out. Get, get the, the fuck back. Guard your grill. There's something, something wrong. We can't stay still. I've been drinking and busting the you and I've been thinking of busting you upside your motherfucking forehead. And if your friends jump in, oh girl, they'll be more dead. Okay, I'm done. Anyway, <laughs> that's what Joe Toro says to them. I can, yeah. do, the, I can do that whole... Uh, it takes like three minutes. That whole word of mouth album. I was going to say, was it the whole album? I can do the whole album. <laughs> that, that's your favorite one, right? Uh, well, I mean, I, that's the one that I like hadn't listened to I feel like you had two albums you liked or not just the one just word of mouth mm, that's the second one the, right? that's the second one the one before that was back for the first time is that what it was called his first album was back for the first time I, I knew it because I would play it so my, my mom is white and there was a skit just making fun of white people Oh, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. I recently just thought about how that might have made her feel in the <laughs> car. So I think next time I go home, I'm just going to really just apologize. I'll bake oh, her I thought like you were a casserole say or something. And both, <laughs> funny. both of both of those, bo- like that album and the second album also. The second album also has a skit making fun of white people. Yeah. Uh, the third one I bought and I like never listened to. I listened to it like. Is a that fried songs. chicken and beer? That's chicken and beer. So there, I thought Southern Hospitality, Hospitality was the first one. Maybe not. I don't know. And then I don't know what else was after. Ludicrous that. listeners. Oh, there was one with um, all of like Disturbing the Peace, I think. Or whoever oh. whoever his crew is. Wow, Ludicrous was so prolific. And he was like featured on every... He was featured on, Miss, on Missy's album, Trina, uh, a bunch of fucking people. Oh, Missy, yeah. Break Missy me Elliot. off. Show me yeah. what you got. Ludicrous, uh, uh, we know you're listening. Please write in and just... Uh, 
Just I'm dash off your so discography happy. for us to get this right. He was on also uh, Lil John and Ursher, right? That's him. He, he was featured yeah. on every popular song in like <laughs> to the answer early, your question. early Thank 2000s. You. So uh, give him the rhythm. Uh, but anyway, he's like, move, bitch. And he, like, yeah, he says, move, bitches. Jotaro says to these two yeah. pretty women. Is it a yeah. reference to Ludacris? It is. It, yeah. okay. it yeah. is. Uh, and they they kind of fall back and their boobs jiggle. And they, oh, do like, they? I didn't even wow. notice that. I, what I, I wrote down these Put details. Put the episode back on. These are oh, important I, details. I their boobs notice. both like in synchronously like jiggle boom, as boom, they boom, fall boom. backwards. The uh, same thing is happening. It's the, yeah. And they kind of fall back into uh, Kakuin and Kakuin kind of tells him like, oh, don't worry about him. He's just doing something really important like, or whatever. No, no, no. You should never talk to a woman that way. Yeah, oh, he's like okay. he's like no one should talk to you like he, that. He he tips his fedora to them at the same time, <laughs> lady. Yeah, but it totally works um, because they like it. But I don't think they say anything, right? They just they look they, they like, just they look, really they like, look like they're they're super horny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say something more graphic, and I keep thinking of our younger listeners. Yep. Um, they're those little babies. Anyway, the lesson we learned here is that these women are objects. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Always. Uh, so they get into the cockpit, and Joseph's like, "It's terrible." And the the pilot, the co-pilot, the deadhead, whatever the fuck the people are, um, they're just they're all dead, and blood is everywhere, and their tongues have been ripped out. And uh, we're sure they're not just knocked out. No, they're dead. And uh, okay, Jotaro sees the um, the flight attendants are there, and he's like, "You guys are professionals." Because you didn't scream. I'm glad. That would have been annoying. Yeah. Just calmly talking as the plane is just rapidly losing altitude. Why aren't they blacking out from, like, the G-forces? My guess... Well, there's probably a little bit of, like, autopilot. But um, no, I also, they said the autopilot is also destroyed. Oh, they did? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. This they plane sh- is just dropping. They should just be against the ceiling, like, don't worry, anybody. <laughs> um, and Jotaro says, I'm glad you didn't scream. Do me a favor. And go back there and put everyone in their seatbelts and put on life preservers. And he's like, this old man is going to make an emergency landing. And Joseph looks kind of alarmed, which I really you, you like that detail. Part, you missed the part where the, the old uh, stand user guy like comes back. Oh, like, yeah. His jaw ripped out. It's what? like the end of Die Hard when uh, the... You were thinking the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. where the big the big blonde guy comes up, like gets up with the machine gun and then... Uh, uh, what's his name? Shoots him, even though he hadn't drawn his gun in years. John McLean? No, not John Danny McLean. Glover? No, no, the police officer. Donald Glover? Who's the same character? Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. Oh, Carl yeah. Winslow. It's Steve not Val Johnson. Val I Johnson. I do not know I his believe that is the actor's name. But he's playing a cop. Yeah. So it's, it's fucking Carl Winslow. Yeah. Is it Uncle Phil? <sighs> Stop it. Break out Lucille. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he comes up like the end, like the, the semi bad guy at the end of Die Hard and is like yelling and he's like you'll never defeat dio dio's the master of stands there are stands out there. why do I, why am i the jfk guy again <laughs> he's like there are stands out there that you can't even imagine and he's like you'll never win and then i was kind of hoping that jotaro would punch the fuck out of him but instead he just falls over dead <laughs> and yeah. he's he almost looks like he explodes from the back i feel like there's blood that kind of gushes out that's of the, like an araki thing that's, that's bizarre because he, he wasn't shot attacked it was like jfk Oh, he didn't get shot in the back, unfortunately. I've seen footage. Oh. That's a reference to the Death Grip song, I've Seen Footage. Oh, okay. Um, I don't remember who said this, but I wrote it down. Uh, someone said, I'm never riding in, in a plane with you again. Jotaro. Jotaro. Well, uh, so this is the conversation. So first, Jotaro tells the flight attendants, like, this guy's going to make an emergency landing, and Joseph looks like, what? And then they then 
they ask him if he's had any experience with planes, and Joseph says, well, with propeller planes, and he explains, this is the third time I've been in a plane that crashes, <laughs> because it's true. If you think about it, in part two, we flash back to him. Or at, whatever. It, well, the first plane, he's like 13, and he's reading his comic book, oh. and then those terrorists try to take over the plane, and he shocks them, and then they, him and Speedwagon just jump out of the plane taped to seats, which somehow works. Then at the end, he's with the Nazi in the fucking, what is it called? The pontoon? And cars get stuck in his propeller and there's a volcano. And so he's like, this is familiar. And, you know, so, but he does, we don't see it because I, I, which is kind of good. We don't need the trope of watching somebody like try to land a plane and, oh my God, people are falling all over the place and he might not land it. But basically, yeah, that's Jotaro says before anything happens, he says, I'm never getting in a plane with you again. Basically, after he knows that, that Joseph is a curse for planes. Well, he has flown to Japan at least twice successfully. And back once. But he's saying this is the third time that I've been in one that crashes, which is definitely above the national average of two. True. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in one plane crash so far, and I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Do you know how many plane crashes John McCain has caused? How many? Uh, like a lot. Like what? a lot. Like he, he should have like... Is he Tower of Grey? Yes, he's Tower of Grey. Oh my God. I mean, the hairstyle's um, similar, been right? kicked out of the military, but his uh, parents were... Uh, his dad, Hot his takes. His dad and grandfather were rich and... Uh, uh, legacy. Oh, he's an American hero. Thank and you powerful. very much, Jackie. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Take, check your politics at the door, okay? I'm just saying. Um, That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, John McCain. Joe he, John, he crashed a bunch of planes. Joe John McCain's bizarre uh, military tactics. Just bad at everything he did, but very <laughs> privileged. Um, <All> right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the plane lands in Hong Kong, I the guess, but like tortured. in the water? Yes. Um, and everyone's getting rescued, right? There's yes. that shot of them. And, and they have guys who are just being lifted up one by one in the life jackets. Yeah. Just getting brought up into the helicopters. Oh, I didn't and see it that. it looks really fun. Like they're like a UFO catcher, like the yeah. crane game. Just yeah. <laughs> There are so many people on the lifeboat, and you just see this one guy just looking like a schlub <laughs> being lifted up. Just, just just one guy up into a helicopter. Like a, it, like a cat great. that's not listening to you, and you're like, <laughs> all right, here we go. Yeah. Just yeah. out of room on the lifeboats, I guess. I like that they didn't show... I kind Kind of like that they didn't show Joseph crash landing the plane. It would just it would have been boring. Like uh, unless he could somehow use Hermit Purple to steer the plane. That's or, true. Just a regular crash see, landing. Star, we've seen a bunch of them. We've all been in plane crashes. We yeah, know what that's it's what like. I'm saying. Star Platinum sticks his fingers out on the ocean to be like, I'm pushing against it. We're not going to hit that hard or whatever. Um, everyone gets pulled out and then they end up basically they're in they, they ended up near Hong Kong. And then the narrator is it the narrator that's yeah. talking about like. Hong Kong and the Million Dollar View and yeah, yes. I just it, that made me realize that this whole arc is just going to be like uh, no reservations but yep. with with a bunch of random people. What's no reservations? It's Anthony Bourdain's show where he travels the world and eats exotic food. That's what yeah, that's what they do. And Kakyoin is Anthony Bourdain in this case because yeah. he is the annoying tourist. Well, this is how you have to get it with the century egg and this. And he just, he's that guy who knows everything. You, know, he's not you like, go somewhere new for dinner and he knows everything about the menu and he is not interested in whether you want to hear about it or not because he's going to tell you about it. He's like, he's this not is like, how you ask for more tea and this is how you say oh. things. Yeah, he knows everything. But, but I, as so a annoying. reader, I appreciate it though because it is cool facts for me. I guess. A 14-year-old Japanese boy in the 80s. Mark identifies with the know-it-all person who goes to a different country and knows all that things. Ooh. I do like Ooh. learning things. I think, Kakuin, I think Kakuin's very polite here. I have not watched Anthony Bourdain's <laughs> show. I've seen him go to places in the US and I think he's cool in those. I don't like that he said fuck baby driver on Twitter. That was so weird. Maybe he but just doesn't that, like it. 
I like Anthony Bourdain from what I've seen. I don't know if he's that obnoxious. So anyway, Joseph is the ugly American tourist who hates all the local food and But not in locals. this episode, really. Not yeah. in this no, episode. Yeah. Well, he screams about the hot cola. Yeah. So, which okay, which okay, okay, is okay. weird as hell, it to is be weird. fair. All right. So let's start from the beginning. So there, the narrator tells us, okay, we're, he sets the scene. We're in Hong Kong. Uh, Joseph is on the on a payphone calling presumably presumably the Speedwagon Foundation asking for a private plane. Should we explain what a payphone is? Oh yeah, nobody knows what that is. It's anymore. like a cell phone, but it's in public and it's plugged into the ground. Yeah, you have to pay yeah. like you put quarters uh, into it. Yeah, you can talk as long as you want, but uh, yeah, and you don't use it to text. You use it to like you talk into it, and you, you don't hear see the other anything. person's voice. Yeah, right. there's no screen. You hear the other person, and they hear you. Using a payphone is kind of a charming experience, except for the fact that you're like, I have so much bacteria on my body right now. Yeah, that's how I feel, and it uh, costs money too. And you need to oh find yeah, but I have so many quarters. You need to find one that works. Um, because a lot of them a are homeless like, man is not currently pissing in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't smell New like piss. New York. <laughs> um. So yeah, Joseph's anyway, talking. So he's doing that. Um. The other guys are like, "Hey, come try this rice porridge." So they're trying rice porridge. Well, a vendor says that to them. Okay. Well, whoever, some guy. You said the other guys. Like I they, don't know. They didn't initiate. The other guys are trying rice porridge. Will Ferrell and which Mark Wahlberg. Is a staple in China. Uh, and then they're like, hey, Joseph, try this hot cola. And that's when he's like, hot cola? Everyone knows that cola should be cold. That's my yeah. that whole scene. <laughs> that whole scene is a hot cola. What is this? Uh, that whole scene is manufactured for the anime as well. That was not in the comic book. Um, but they do end up going into a real restaurant. Yeah, and, and Joseph is talking about how like they, they, they really can't. Or no, maybe it's Kakuin. One of them says, like, we can't go by air anymore. We have to figure out land or sea. And so uh, Abdul and Joseph are trying to figure out, like, what the best route to take would be from land and sea. From Hong Kong to Egypt. What's weird is that they don't just use Google Maps. Well... To be fair, this was a this was three years before Google Maps came on the scene. Uh, Google Maps so came out in 1990, and you had to click a lot of text. Okay, it was an ASCII used, art. What and about they, MapQuest? What they about refused MapQuest? it. MapQuest sucks. They didn't use it. No, wow. there was no printer. You had to print it out. People use MapQuest back in the day. Wait, Wait maybe MapQuest was the shit back in the day. You maybe had no they idea where to printer. go. Yeah. Oh, that must be it. They had a dot matrix printer that made all those horrible like <laughs> noises when you would print it. You know what I'm talking about? Anybody? I gotta yes, go. Of these, course. these kids, they don't know what a printer yeah, is. So. Back they in don't the know day, what MapQuest is. In, in elementary school, your teacher would decorate the classroom with a giant banner, and the only thing that could do it was a stupid <laughs> dot matrix printer that made all this noise. Anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about? Like the, the, Yo, the paper that what, had all the holes? My, yeah. my teachers didn't have printers. I, all right. I think I, 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 well, think we I know. We used that paper printers. at work, or we used to, and you can, it's like, you can tear it off on the edges. Yeah. Right? The edges like are perforated and you can tear. Yeah, and they had holes in the, yeah. in the edges too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I see that a lot. Shout out to Dot Matrix. Um, anyway. Uh, anyway. I can't, I can't get a Wachowski so, joke. So Abdul or one of them says, oh, we only got 50 days uh, or else. Uh, and they don't really say what happens, but really they're talking about Holly and she's in trouble. Their head's lower and they have a moment. Yeah. And then Joseph explains, well, this guy, Jules Verne, made a voyage in 80 days around the world, which he, is 40,000. He wrote a story he, about it. No, it happened, Jack. He wrote oh. a story about himself doing it. I have no idea. I have no idea. 
Um, Jules Verne wrote a story about a guy going around the world in 80 days in a hot air balloon, which is a weird comparison because he's not in a hot air balloon in this. So we could definitely make the trip within the time we need to. Yeah, but that was That's a novel. That's what they could have done. They could have taken a That's hot true. air balloon. That's true. It was fiction. <laughs> a what? hot air balloon would have been awful. Why? One little stupid fly stand pops it. Done. <laughs> true. Um, right. So they true. decide they're going to they're gonna go like south around the Malay Peninsula. So near like Indonesia, Malaysia, and then up and then under like the Indian subcontinent. And you, you yeah. can just, just look at a map. And Kakyoin and Joseph are like, I don't know enough about this to really give any input. And Again, where Kakyoin is annoying, because not only is he that annoying tourist who knows everything, but he has nothing to say. Yeah. But he's saying that he has nothing to you say. Really, just you don't up. like Kakyoin. You know what? No. I, in this episode, okay, I don't like him. But he saves the day. Yeah. But it didn't have to be him, as we said before, yeah. right? Because how come the Christmas? Yeah, he was just, just kind like of showing off. Depressurize the cabin, and everyone just gets sucked out of the plane. But in Why? defeating um, the Tower of Grey, he has won more fights than any Zeppelin. Uh, Zeppelin. Lisa Lisa. And no, Zeppelin. Uh, Lisa Lisa beat up that Spike fucker. Oh, that's true. That's true. But definitely more than any Zeppelin has won any, any fight Zeppeli combined. Rip. That changes in part seven? Yeah, it does. Yes. What? Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, Does that please than... make a comeback? <laughs> um, Spoiler alert. So, so there's a guy in the They're table... in a Chinese restaurant having this discussion. Yes. It was owned by Joseph's friend. Oh, Because right, okay. he knows a guy. Remember, oh. he, he had mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, that's why they leave the vendor. He's like, right. fuck hot cola. I know a guy. And yeah. they go to the... Yeah. Uh, also serves hot cola. It's their waitress thing. is Chun-Li. Yes. Right, their waitress is Chun-Li. Which means Chinese. Miles is racist. Oh, shit. Wow. Also, you said this is a Chinese restaurant. Looks, they're all like Chinese restaurants in China. What? You said this is a Chinese restaurant, but they're in China. They're all Chinese. But they're in Hong true. Kong. They go to a restaurant. Yeah, that's true. It's, Ooh, they should, so is it mainland cuisine? It's a Ooh. Hong Kongese uh, restaurant. So <laughs> also, the waitress never talks. There's this guy in a table nearby. Yeah, right. Chun-Li never talks. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a guy in a table nearby listening uh, with broken heart earrings and big uh, He looks like Benny Maru. Beautiful silver uh, hair. He is listening and Chun-Li comes over and pours some tea. And then uh, this French dude nearby has trouble reading the kanji. So Joseph is like... Oh, I'll read the kanji for you as an American British man. And they keep calling it kanji, which, by the way, it, kanji is a Japanese term. It's really not. It's just whatever. Uh, and he invites uh, the guy to sit with him. Yeah, Joseph is like, I've been to Hong Kong many times, and I'm like, why is Joseph why is Joseph going to Hong Kong so much, but he can't visit Holly in Japan? <gasps> because or he doesn't ever, have ever more meet his grandson. Illegitimate kids, because he has to go around and. Yeah, he probably has right? a bunch of... He has a lot. You know he does. Illegio half Chinese children. Illegio stars. Illegitimate... Illegitimate stars. Illegitimate stars. <laughs> Illegitimate stars. Um, <laughs> oh. <Are> you okay? <laughs> I'm drunk. How dry I am. Oh, no. Um, I hope it doesn't happen again. So Joseph just orders a bunch of food for everyone without telling them what he's getting. And uh, they're all like, what is this? But they try it and they're like, this is fucking delicious. Well, when they see it, he orders like this and this and this and this. And then when they see it, they zoom out and Araki shows us that it's all this gross looking food. Like frog bodies, giant fish heads, oyster pussies. Like just all <laughs> kinds of really... Well, I, um, I may have made up that what? last one. I may have made up that last one. Um, but then, yeah, they're like, dig in. 
And uh, Paul Nareff, uh, he's Paul Nareff, by the way, spoilers. Um, the, new, the new guy's Paul Nareff, The new yeah. French guy. Um, he picks up a, a star-shaped carrot, and he's like, ooh, this reminds me of something. And they're all like, <gasps> Which is too fast. They should have waited they until. They reacted too quickly. Like, it reminds you of something, and you freak out? What? Yeah. A very common shape. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like a star. This I love stars. Me of, uh, stars. I'm an astronomer. <laughs> and then he holds it to his neck, and they're all like, "Oh my god!" And then uh, fucking Silver Chariot starts coming out of the. Yeah, table. Silver Chariot's like rapier pushes through the soup that Joseph has near him. It's a really cool thing. Like Silver Chariot has never looked so cool. It ruins I, I think, all the food. I think Silver Chariot looks super dope in this, no, this it's intro. Still good. And then Abdul flips over the table, smart move, to kind of reveal the stand. And they see it. And by the way, I feel like when you see a humanoid stand, you should be like, oh, we're going to be friends soon. Like if, After, you have a, if you have a creepy fly or some fucking other dumb stand that's like a car. They can't be friends then, with like, that. We're not going to be friends with you. But if you have like a stand that's the height of a person, you should be like, oh, we can get along. After Paul Nerf upends the table, uh, Joseph looks at chun and goes, uh, check, please. That doesn't happen. Oh, okay. You made that up. What, wah, if, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> what if the Beatles beetle guy became their friend? What if would that story look like? that you want. I don't like the Beatles. I'm sorry. Not a huge fan either. Good. I like the Beatles. Ooh. I like that song Get Back because it's got Jojo in it. Um, so yeah, the table is upended and Polnareff doesn't quite explain himself, but he uh, Abdul goes to throw fire at him and Polnareff's uh, silver chariot sword like swirls all through it and then flings it at a different upended table or maybe it's the same one who gives a fuck and it forms a clock where like the 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 little hand and the big hand are made out of flames and all the numbers are made out of flames and he's like Abdul you seem to want to die first he's like I will kill you by the time that clock burns 12 mm-hmm. which makes no sense are you telling me that he he burned in a bunch of clock symbols, but then it is a functioning clock? Like the hands are going to swing clockwise? It's got a quartz he, battery. I don't know how he has the power to take someone else's fire and manipulate it into a fully functioning clock. It's pretty yeah, impressive. I, I, could get, I could understand him like flinging the fire so that it makes a burning too and stuff. Maybe it's just a gesture, but the idea that it... Does he have to like re-throw other flames to like each minute to make like the minute hand move? While he's fighting, he's got to be like one. Two, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. It also looked like both hands of the clock were around seven. Mm. So if he has until 12, I mean, what are we talking about? Like 25 minutes or like four and a half hours? Like what's <laughs> what's going on with that? Yeah, four and a half hours is a little bit long for a battle yeah. of any kind. And that's where the episode ends, right? Yes. yes. On a cliffhanger. And we hear Walk Like an Egyptian and there's no post credit scene. Uh, so what did y'all think of this episode? That's good. Say that again louder, please. It's good. Miles thinks it's good. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. You liked it, Jim. I thought it was good. I uh, didn't like Kakyoin, as I have stated a couple mm-hmm. times already. Um, but I thought it was good. It was nice. It was quick. It moved. The villain, it moved. Right. Yeah, it moved, and it was good. And yeah, there's pulled. a lot packed in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, nice. I, I actually do like this episode because of Kakyoin, in a way, because... Unfortunately, I think Kakyo kind of. I do identify with him because I do like to tell people about yes. foreign cuisine yes. that I don't eat. I'll be like, "This is how you do it in China," but take out half of the vegetables in this thing, please, <laughs> because um, you don't eat vegetables. That's right. I did have some today at a at a Thai Lao restaurant. All your poops are hard. Oh, um, <laughs> one could only wish. All my poops are hard. <laughs> Push me to the yard. All my poops are hard. Um, I used that song last episode, so I can't do it again, unfortunately. No, we're, u- we're using Janet Jackson yeah. and Ludacris. Every Janet that's Jackson what, song. That's what we're doing. Good. 
Um, so I, I just like it because I feel like Kakuin kind of fades into the background uh, after this because there's just a lot of characters in this arc. Um, you know, there's like the the Fab Four pretty much or Fab Five really. Speaking of the Beatles, no wait, they're the Fab Four. Who's the Fab Five? I think that's from mm. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Ah, yes. The Fab Five, can I've, they I've never make seen guys it. over? Now so the reboot regular, on yeah, Netflix is amazing. Now I hear it, was good. it is amazing. Yeah. It is phenomenal. You should watch it. Tell me if you cry. I want to watch it. Oh well, there's that one episode where you, I mean, you are guaranteed to cry. That's true. You guys should watch it. We should just change the podcast to do Queer Eye instead. Oh, okay. Queer Podcast. Yeah. That is yeah, probably. Let's call it that's that. probably misleading. Jojo's queer. <laughs> podcast eye. Bizarre. I think podcast eye is probably safer. Yeah, but I'm sure there's already a queer eye podcast. It's a very popular show. Yeah, mm. true. Pod queer. Should I stop saying that mm. word? I'm gonna move on. Um, it's not a bad word. It's like weird. It was one of those things where all of a sudden we were like, I, we were like, at least I was as a straight person. I was like, I can. Is this okay? Can I do this now? <laughs> Because it was okay? a slur, and then it was reclaimed. You can do it. Yeah. yeah. It was successfully reclaimed, unlike worry, a lot of good. other slurs. Despite how we try. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't do anything but this. Um, anyway, anyway. JoJo's. Yeah, I got, I got into a weird territory there. Sorry. Netflix. It's got shows. Um, <laughs> so what did we learn this episode? Um, About you can, ourselves. You can get, a, uh, get, get away with a lot on an airplane without people noticing... Uh, it hurts real bad to get your tongue ripped out. But Did you can make... still talk. And... Uh... Soda can be hot. Yeah, yeah, the guy's like head explodes and he's still able to talk about Dio. Yeah. Um, Did it make anyone want to visit Hong Kong? No. No. It's yes. cool that you can you can tap the table to say thank you so you don't actually have to engage in any social conversation. And you can leave the teapot top tilted slightly. That means that we need more tea. That feels extremely subtle, but whatever. Um... What if all of that is just made up? Oh, shit. Well, now we have to try it. Like, Araki just makes up weird foreign customs. Um, anyway, if you want to reach us, if you have any thoughts or things we missed on this episode, you can write to us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Tweet to us at jjbpod. jjbpod. That's also our name on Twitch. If you want to see us play games at some point, you can go there. And that's our username on Reddit, although you'll see me talking about other things like Dragon Ball Fighters and whatever else I feel like posting about. And Why don't you get a different Reddit? No, it doesn't matter. I have one, but I don't feel like signing out. Plus, uh, you know, it's it's good to post with a Reddit user account instead of just promoting your own shit, because then people are like, what are you, just some bot? Mm. And I don't think it's that off topic to post about an anime fighting game. I should probably stop posting on my wood uh, craft forum, though, with it. That's a dumb joke. That's Bye. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> it's not Jim, true. thank you for joining us. I'm glad... That you came up to talk about this. Yay. It's good to talk to a JoJo fan. Thanks for having me. And another, a another fan of the JoJo fighting game. Um, and we will see you next time when uh, we do this again. Except for me. So good, goodbye forever. Yeah, bye, Jim. Bye, Jim. Bye. Jim. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.